Hello, everyone, and welcome to our season-ending edition of Kliss's Mic Drop. I'm Mike Kliss, your host. We'll be talking to Dalton Reisner. Um, in, the, in the midst of this uh, podcast here today, we asked uh, Pot Nine News sat down with Reisner, the starting left guard. He missed the final game because of injury. Talked to our uh, Rod Mackey about uh, losing Coach Fangio and, and what he might expect from the next head coach uh, coming up. Let's uh, kind of review the week, if we could. Uh, first of all, with the loss um, to the Kansas City Chiefs, the final game for Vic Fangio. Uh, the Broncos had the game. They were, they were in control, most of it. And uh, then Albert O missed the block. Um, uh, Melvin Gordon got blown up uh, by Melvin Ingram. And then... Um, the, the fumble was returned for a touchdown, and that was all she wrote. Uh, too much to overcome Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the number two seed. They won that game, and they were the number one seed for 24 hours. Tennessee won the next day at Houston. How about Houston firing Dave Culley? Um, from what I've been told, um, Brian Flores is the man to watch there, and in part because Brian Flores can help keep Deshaun Watson in Houston, which is what the Texans hope to do. So watch for Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson to be coming up as the uh, as the next head coach slash quarterback. Uh, Watson, after missing all of last year with off-field problems, uh, could be staying put with the Houston Texans if Brian Flores is the head coach. Vic Fangio fired. Uh, George Payton, I, you know, I was talking to... Uh, the Broncos brass all throughout the process, and um, I think George, a couple weeks before the end of the season, was leaning toward keeping Vic. It's always a week-to-week business, and what happened is the final four weeks of the season, all losses, it just became a, a microcosm of Fangio's uh, three years. Uh, too many, um, you know, hard-fought, uh, high effort, uh, not performing well, when it mattered most to finish off games. And uh, the 30 losses, 19 and 30, more losses than anybody else, any other Bronco head coach through the first three years. And so they made the move for Vic Fangio. It kind of been, became obvious to everyone. Vic did a lot of good things, good defensive coach. Um, I think he got some good players in here. Uh, he got some overachievers. He got these guys to, uh, to really grind, the whole operation to grind and work. But uh, it's about the bottom line business, and uh, Vic just didn't win anymore. Let's, uh, here, here's another factor. Um, here's our trivia question for today. It's, uh, it's a true or false question. Uh, in the final game against the Kansas City Chiefs, were the no-shows uh, greater uh, then 14,000 or below 14,000? That is our uh, trivia question. We'll give you the answer um, on the other side of our interview with uh, Dalton Reisner. The coaches search has begun. You have 10 candidates. Uh, the, the team is interviewing uh, Aaron Glenn on Thursday uh, in Detroit. The, the search committee flew out Peyton's, uh, Peyton's group, Peyton, the Possle, uh, Peyton's Possle, right, um, uh, went out to uh, Detroit and uh, they uh, met with Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator for the Lions. 
you know, you, you might be surprised that Aaron Glenn is a candidate when he's A with the Lions. The Lions have not had have not lost an assistant coach to a head coach with another team since Chuck Knox in nineteen seventy three. How about that? Uh, 1973, Picasso died that year. Lyndon B. Johnson died that year. Um, that should have been my trivia. I kind of blew it. Um, uh, uh, what else uh, happened tonight? Dark Side of the Moon uh, uh, was released that year by Pink Floyd. Uh, the number one hit that year was uh, Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree by Tony Orlando and Dawn. That's how long... <laughs> I tell you, I, I'm 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 kind of a product of the '70s, and some of the songs we had great songs in the '70s. We had the worst songs in the '70s, and uh, that was one of them. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Um, the uh, the coaches candidate uh, search. Aaron Glenn on Thursday, on Friday and Saturday, uh, the the group is going to Green Bay to interview um, Nathaniel Hackett the Packers offensive coordinator, and uh, he'll be Friday afternoon. Saturday morning will be Luke Getze, the Packers quarterback coach. How about George Payton not even hiding the fact that they're going after Aaron Rodgers? To interview both of them, it's clear that the uh, package deal would be Hackett as head coach, Getze as offensive coordinator, and Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback if they can get him uh, during the offseason. So uh, we'll go over... The other seven uh, candidates uh, that will be interviewed next week, uh, Eric Bieniemy is in that group, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator and also former star of the CU Buffaloes. Um, you've got the two coordinators for the Dallas Cowboys, Dan Quinn, the defensive guy who seems to be the favorite in the clubhouse, and the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Uh, the Cowboys were number one in scoring and number one in points. I'd like them to take a good look at him. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator for the explosive Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you have Kevin O'Connell, the, the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Of course, he comes from the, uh, the Sean McVay, uh, uh, Shanahan, uh, Gruden uh, coaching tree. You've got uh, out east Jared Mayo, inside linebackers coach for the uh, uh, New England Patriots. And Jonathan Gannon, a defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. So those are the guys that they'll interview next week. They can interview those guys Tuesday through Saturday of next week. Generally, um, you know, if, if, if these guys are eliminated from the playoffs, uh, maybe you do those guys Tuesday and Wednesday. But uh, otherwise, you like to do them all later in the week. We'll see if they're in person or they fly them to Denver or if they... Uh, I go by Zoom. Uh, you hate to go by Zoom. It wouldn't be fair to whichever candidate goes by Zoom. But that will be next week. And then I would anticipate George Payton pretty much having his mind made up by Monday, January 24th, Tuesday, January 25th, or Wednesday, January 26th. And, and I, I would think that there could be a press conference no later than Thursday the 27th. We'll have to see about that. But that they generally, it's a two-week process. Uh, George does have double the amount of uh, candidates than John Elway had. Elway usually kept it to five, sometimes only three. Uh, in the case of Vance Joseph, and in the when, in the case of Gary Kubiak, but uh, it uh, was five when he picked Vic Fangio, and it's ten now. And we'll see if George, uh, if he picks Dan Quinn, then Dan, then 
than Dan Quinn was the guy all along. You know, uh, that's the way I look at it. I hope they go offense, but they didn't ask me. And uh, so we will talk about those defensive candidates, each one on the other side of the break. Now let's go to the interview that Rod Mackey had with Dalton Reisner earlier this week. It was shown on the Broncos huddle and now here on Cliss's Mic Drop. We end this season with a new head coach. We caught you Sunday morning leaving the facility. Uh, you had kind of talked about how tough it was to say goodbye to Vic Fangio. You've actually, including your dad, only played for three head coaches. What's it like, this, this man who, who brought you to the Broncos and you worked so hard, so much with, and now he's no longer with Denver? You know, it's tough. You know, what I kept telling people the day after the game is that this guy has a family. This guy worked very hard to be where he's at today. So by no means should anybody ever celebrate that. I think that that's uh, a little over the top. But anyways, you know what? Um, it was a privilege to be coached by Coach Fangio. Like you mentioned, I've only had three coaches in my career. All three of them very similar, very blue collar, uh, you know, very demanding coaches. They believe in the grit and the hard work of the game. Um, so I'm very, I'm very fortunate to have been coached by Coach Fangio. Thankful that he drafted me in the second round and gave this kid a shot from Kansas State. So um, nothing but good things. I hope uh, he has a great career. He's going to be a great D.C. somewhere. We can, we, I think we all know that. But also have a lot of faith in where George Payton is going to take this Broncos organization. I'm a player. I'm a left guard. My job is to be a left guard, and I'm going to do that job to the best of my ability. I'm going to do everything I can to be the best left guard I can, can be for the Denver Broncos. Everything else? When I keep telling my teammates and people that ask me, that's up to George Payton. That's his role. His role is the general manager. Find a head coach, find coaches, find the right staff to get this team heading in the right direction. My job is to be a left guard, so that's what I'm going to focus on. You mentioned George Payton. What he's gotten to work immediately contacting all kinds of possible candidates for this job. What would you like to see in a new head coach, Dalton? You know, I think uh, you know Mr. Mr. Payton is going to do a heck of a job in finding us a head coach and uh, he's a guy that cares about this organization. It's his, his, his company. He's the manager of this company. So he's going to find the best guy possible that's going to fit our mold here at the Denver Broncos. And what I want out of a head coach is someone that wants to win as bad as I do and someone that wants to carry this team where it used to be. That's what we want to have. I don't, I don't care if he was an OC previously or a DC previously or what his beliefs are or what kind of scheme he runs. That's all up to George. But for me, I want a guy that wants to win as bad as I want to, and a guy that can help us do that. Whoever that is, I know Mr. Payton's going to make that happen. Thank you to Broncos left guard Dalton Reisner. Just finished up his third season as the starting left guard for the Broncos. Had a nice career. Really got dinged up uh, this past year, in and out of the um, in and out of games with various injuries. Boy, he really got uh, he really got dinged up. And uh, let's go over. Um, before we go to the trivia, let's go over the 10 candidates real quickly. Start with Jared Mayo. He was the first guy, inside linebackers coach for the Patriots. He was uh, with Belichick. He was a player for eight, nine seasons for New England, uh, played under Belichick. And then the last three years, he's been the inside linebackers coach. He has that it quality that people talk about. Uh, he's got a couple interviews out there. Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Uh, the leading candidate, high-energy, enthusiastic coach, uh, would be a personality contrast to Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, kind of a, a, a low-energy, you know, not 
kind of a gruff, uh, uh, you know, not a, not, not negative, but he wasn't exactly a positive energy, uh, positive personality. Uh, Quinn is uh, rah-rah, bit of a rah-rah. Um, he had the Atlanta Falcons in 2016 on the break of winning the Super Bowl. They're up 28-3 to in the third quarter, and they absolutely collapsed, lost that game. He's the leader. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. The Cowboys were number one in points and number one in yards. 407 yards a game. Can you imagine? That's what the Cowboys had. 31.2 points per game. Can you imagine? Now, he was shut out against Vic until the fourth quarter uh, down there in, in Dallas. It was 30 to nothing midway through the fourth quarter. The Cowboys got a couple garbage uh, uh, touchdowns. Uh, Fangio told uh, uh, Mark Kisla, the columnist for the Post, after that game, you can cross Kellen Moore off the list as a head coaching candidate. Well, not yet you can. Uh, uh, can you cross him off? Eric Bieniemy, you know, he's been uh, the most interviewed head coaching candidate of the last two, three years. Also the most spurned. It would be great if he got a job uh, this, this year. And the Broncos are going to take a look at him. Offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. By the way, EB, 52 years old, and he called the plays against the Broncos in that final game. Broncos going to interview him next week. Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator for the Packers. Uh, this is about Aaron Rodgers. But uh, Hackett also was a had a top 10 offense with Blake Bortles in Jacksonville uh, in 2017. So that... Uh, He's good on his own merits there. Kevin O'Connell, offensive coordinator for the Rams. Journeyman backup quarterback for about five or six years. Started off as a third-round draft pick of the Patriots. Um, now you got uh, a leading candidate, Jared Mayo, uh, they're saying, uh, is a leading candidate with the, um, with the Houston Texans. So we'll see about that. Um, Kevin O'Connell, uh, he comes from that. He, he coached for Jay Gruden for a while, but he's part of the uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, Chong McVay coaching tree. So it'd be that West Coast principled uh, offense if you want, if the Broncos want to go back there. Jonathan Gannon, a first year coordinator with the Eagles, uh, they did improve from 19th in defense um, to 10th this year in the first year under uh, Gannon. And he also worked four years as an assistant DB coach in Minnesota while George Payton was there as an assistant general manager. Aaron Glenn, the first guy to interview, defensive coordinator for the Lions. He's got recommendations from Bill Parcells when he played for him with the Jets, uh, played for Belichick, uh, was an, a DB coach for Sean Payton with the Saints for five years. So uh, Aaron Glenn has a strong reputation just kind of thin on the resume part. Luke Getze, uh, passing game coordinator and quarterback uh, coach uh, for the Packers. Um, again, it's uh, he broke in on the college level and then joined the Packers, a low-rung offensive quality control, which means you cut up tape and you fetch coffee in 2014 and, and, and worked his way up. Uh, so uh, good for uh, Luke Getze. Now he's getting an interview for a head coaching job even though ostensibly it would be for offensive coordinator for the Broncos if they hired Nathaniel Hackett. Brian Callahan, uh, offensive coordinator for the Bengals, cut his teeth in the coaching ranks with the Broncos. He's a son of Bill Callahan. Um, with the Broncos, he started with Josh McDaniels in 2010. 
then stayed through the John Fox, um, Gary Kubiak years, Peyton Manning years through 2015. Then moved on from there. What an offense he has with Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, and uh, Joe Mixon with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they now number seven in yard total offense, number seven in points this year as the Bengals won the AFC North. So um, uh, there you go. Those, those are your uh, 10 candidates. Our trivia question today was, uh, were the Broncos uh, under or over 14,000 no-shows in their final home game against the Kansas City Chiefs? And the answer is over. They had 14,571. The average in their last six home games, they averaged more than 10,100 no-shows a game. That had, a, had to have had a factor in Vic Fangio uh, getting dismissed with one year left on his contract. And the Broncos looking for new energy, new, di new direction, new defense, new offense, new everything. And then after they do the... After they do the um, head coaching search, Joe Ellis, the team CEO and leader of the franchise, really since 2011, uh, will announce uh, what he plans to do on the uh, transfer of ownership. It almost certainly is going to mean a sale and not stay in the Bolin family. And that sale will go to the highest bidder. There, there will be an auction, I'm told, and it will go to the highest bidder that is approved by the NFL. Um, now, maybe the highest bidder is not approved by the NFL and the second highest bidder, but there's a few more um, responsibilities for the Broncos because it's in a trust and you have responsibilities to benefactors to get the best deal possible. So there you go. Um, uh, the Broncos um, head coaching uh, search continues. Then there's going to be uh, the team will be put up for sale most likely. And all that is coming up. Other than that, not much is happening with the Denver Broncos. So we'll keep you up to date here and there on Clissa's Mic Drop podcast. Probably not every week like it has been, but uh, we'll try to make it happen as much as possible. Um, really enjoyed um, uh, all you listeners. Uh, thank you for uh, taking part in Clissa's Mic Drop during this past season. Heck of a year for the Broncos. It looked good for a while after they won 3-0. and after they started 3-0 against the Cupcakes. It, it wasn't just that it was the Cupcakes, but the Cupcakes, uh, but they, they trounced them by 50 points. So it looked like the Broncos had a good team, but they sure didn't have it against the decent teams, finishing uh, uh, going 3-10 and against them. They also beat the Lions 38-10. to You take away those four uh, cellar dwellers, and it was 3-10 and against the uh, decent, uh, the from the mediocre, to real good teams uh, in the league. So a disappointment, a disappointment. The Broncos now with five consecutive losing seasons, six seasons without a postseason. Only the New York Jets have a longer postseason drought now than the Denver Broncos. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that the Lions and the Bengals and the Jaguars have all been to the playoffs more recently than the Denver Broncos. So that's where we're at, and that's why the Broncos are now going through um, the, uh, the the head coaching search. Uh, they just uh, finished their coaching interview with Aaron Glenn. They now move on to Green Bay, where they'll interview Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, on uh, Friday afternoon, and then quarterback coach Luke Getze on Saturday morning. 
That's it from Cliss's Mic Drop. Thanks again to Dalton Reisner, and we'll see you again the next time.